with Sherry and I am your host Sherry Hicks. Listen, we are in for an incredible ride tonight. This is a real show about real people, real issues, but it's really inspirational. So this month I decided since it's the month of love, we would feature power couples and I'm really excited tonight because I have definitely a power couple that I want to bring to you. They have an incredible story. They're very inspirational. And just a little bit that I found out about them, let me know I had to get them. I had to talk to them. So I'm excited to be able to share their story with you on tonight. So all of my listeners, I want you to welcome Gregory and Shawana McLeod. Yes. Hello. 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 How are you doing? We're right. good. Thank you. Awesome. Well, listen, you look good. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. And so I want to welcome you guys. And I thank you so much for spending the time. Like I said to the viewers, you have an incredible story. I know you do because I read just mm -hmm. a little bit of it. And mm -hmm. what hit me was the bio. So I want to get right into your story so that you can be able to share and minister to the people. Are you guys ready? Yes. yes. All right. All right. So let's talk about your relationship. As you know, this is the month of love and you guys I consider as a power couple. So I wanna give the people a preview of your relationship before we really get into the business of who you guys are, the entrepreneurs. So yes. tell me, how did you meet? Hmm. You want me to answer that? Yes. <laughs> okay, how we met was very um, unorthodox for a usual meeting. Um, actually, one day I was sitting um, down and I got a text message. So when I looked at my text message, uh, someone that I know had sent me a text message with a link um, attached to it. And it says, if you want to network with, you know, other people, click on the link and, you know, and begin networking and, and meeting new people. So being that I'm in the beauty industry, I thought that they were talking about um, meeting other makeup artists or, you know, meeting someone who was in the same field of work that I'm in. So I clicked to the link. Well, lo and behold, the link led me to a dating site. <laughs> so when I got to the dating site, it had already migrated my Facebook picture over and I'm like, Oh, wow. Okay, who did this and why? You know, I know everybody want me to meet that perfect gentleman and they want me to be married, but you had to send me a link to a dating site? Like, I would never put my picture on no dating site. <laughs> you know, the prideful side of me wouldn't. <laughs> so um, just shortly after being on the dating site, trying to figure out how do I delete this page? How do I erase this? 
Mr. McLeod sends me an inbox. Okay. Says, um, you know, I, I would like to get to know you and 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 left his phone number and the uh, I didn't call him right away, but eventually I did call him and here we are today. All right. All right. I love <laughs> so that. we met from a dating site. I know a lot of people don't like to say, oh, I met from a dating site, but that's our real. That's our story. Yes. yes. <laughs> this is a real show. So yes. tell me this. What attracted you first to each other? I'll let you go. <laughs> um, what first attracted me to her was the fact that she was a believer. She was a Christian. I wasn't. She wasn't. She was saved. Uh, I was in the street, uh, to be honest with you, in the trenches. Um, and once we connected and visited one another or see, uh, or saw one another, she always had uh, the, the oil with her. Um, believers who uh, know what that is. She had um, brand oil with her. And yes. every time uh, she would come and I would ask, uh, can I get some of that oil? Could you uh, pray for me or anoint me with that oil? Because I know what type of lifestyle I was living. Yes. Um, so every um, so that would attracted me to her that she uh, was a believer that she was saved and that was different from what I've, I've always come in contact with. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes, yes. So tell me this. Tell me this. How long after you met was your courtship before you got married? Well, we um, we 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 dated for a year. Mm -hmm. And actually, um, I know what I wanted. Um, you know, I had had plenty guys that I dated. You know, I had four children. I eventually did want to be married one day because, I, like he said, when he met me, I was saved. Mm -hmm. um, I was living a, you know, set aside life, trying to please God as much as I can and raise my children the best way I can, be a mother. And I was also praying and asking God to teach me how to be a wife when that perfect time came. Yes. So um, I didn't want to date for a long time because I had had enough people wasting my time. Right. So um, I never really expressed that to him because I already saw that there was something different about him. And I did not think the courtship would be a long time. Mm -hmm. um, God had allowed me to peep into his future a little bit. And I saw that side of him. I saw where God was taking him. And when I met him, I told him, I said, God is taking you some places and I see where you're going. You probably won't see it yet. I said, but eventually hang in there and you're going to see it. So we actually dated for a year. We got married on our one year anniversary. All right. Yes. 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 So now tell me this. What was your proposal like? <laughs> that was funny. Oh. <laughs> uh, my proposal, he proposed to me sitting at a traffic light. <laughs> Believe it or not. <laughs> Believe it or not, sitting at a traffic light. We were sitting at the light and we were just having, you know, just regular generic conversation. He looks over at me and he was like, um, if I was to ask you to marry me, what would you say? I was like, I don't know. You gotta ask me. <laughs> so, so he was like, and anybody who knows Greg knows that he has like one of those peculiar personalities. Yeah. So he's like, would you marry me? So I, I started laughing. I was cracking up laughing. And he looked at me. He was like, I'm really asking you a serious question. Wow. And I'm really asking you to be my wife. And you you think it's funny? You laughing at me? <laughs> and so when I looked at him, I saw that he was real serious. So I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to offend you. I'm sorry. I was like, ask me again. 
ask me again. And he asked me and I said, yes. And from that day, the plan started and here we are today, seven and something years later. Wow, seven (laughs) years. That is awesome. awesome. So let me ask you this. Since you have a different family dynamic, were both families Mm -hmm. on board? My family was. My family was. Mm-hmm. My family was definitely on board. Well, my mom had originally said, I don't want to meet another man unless he's going to be your husband. <laughs> so I'm like, why are you going to meet him? Because I ain't going to meet him mar- and marry him the same day. You got to give yourself a chance to get to ma- know him, you know. <laughs> but um, I knew that it was something different about Greg that I could bring him home to my mom and she wouldn't ill treat him or feel some type of way. Because, you know, his spirit exuded, you know, um, sincerity. Um, I know that he was a very um, passionate person about everything that he did. And I, I felt like he was he was serious about me. Yeah. Um, a family, you know, some family, like some of his family said, oh, he just married that girl. He, he, he said he just because he got saved shortly after. Okay. Oh, he just um, he just pretended to be saved just to be that girl, <laughs> you know, so. But um, they eventually, you know, once they met me and got to know who I was, you know, they eventually got on board. So, yes. Yes, I believe they were on board in the beginning. Maybe, you know, skeptic at first because of my previous lifestyle. You know, they just wanted to see if I was genuine in everything that I was doing as far as my relationship with God, my relationship with Shawana because of, you know, just how I was and my character before, previously before I met her. So, Mm -hmm. And once they saw that I was uh, serious, uh, they, they came on board. Yes, they did. Okay, yes. I love it. So let me ask you this. Can you give me, or can you think of the most important trait in one another that you said is something that you, you believe is really important and you cannot live without? Uh, one trait about her, she is a, a giver. Um, She's a she's loyal. Uh, when I say giving, uh, she sacrificed a lot early on in our relationship when we first met uh, to help me a lot in every area of my life. Um, exhausting resources for whatever it may be uh, when it comes to financial, when it comes to uh, even putting me in the right place with people that I can be with spiritually to uh, impart in me and help me be a better man. So. Uh, she is a giver. She has a big heart and she is lo- and loyal. And those are traits that I can't live without, you know, with her having. And so <laughs> what traits would you say you cannot live without or are very important for you about Greg? The thing that I liked about Greg is um, he had a very, there was a genuinecy about him that was rare. Um, when I met him, he was like no other man that I had met, you know, and I, and like I told him, I've met men that were, that were in a good place, that were financially stable, that would have been everything that any woman would have wanted them to be. But when I met Greg, I met him in the trenches. He was at a place where he had hit his rock bottom, but there was something that was so genuine about him. He was just pure and authentic and, and, um, you know, he would say like things that he probably didn't 
think made sense, but he would say things to me that I was like, you know what? He changes my perspective in so many ways and so many things because some things I was like really negative on and he would he would like just drop that nugget because he's a nugget dropper. He would just drop that nugget and it would just he he didn't know that those were small impartations that was helping change my perspective on different, you know, things in life. So that's the one thing that really attracted attracted me to him because I got a chance to peep into, you know, that genuine heart that he had and peep into his mind and see where it really was. And he was really like a, a pusher and a perspective changer, something that I had never had, a challenge that I had never had because, you know, most guys, when, when they meet me, they're intimidated because they because my personality can be a little strong, but... It was only strong because I had to be, because I had to be the, you know, I had to be the head and the tail, the the, the man and the, you know, woman, because I, I was a single parent of four kids. So yeah. sometimes, you know, we develop that strong personality, but it took someone like Greg to understand that and see past that. And that's what I loved about him because most people will run, but he stayed. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's awesome. So now let me get ask you this. A lot of relationships have different roles. And um, I want to ask you, what are you guys' roles and how did you choose them in your relationship? Uh, I would say our roles are pretty much traditional right now as far as, you know, the man being the provider. Early on in our relationship, there were things that she was better at as far as finances. She was the breadwinner. So, you know, I just, we had to just, you know, go with the flow on that until, you know, God dealt with me and he uh, elevated me and promoted me and he did the things that he needed to do within me, which uh, allowed me to be the breadwinner in our home. And uh, so we just pretty much went with the flow of things, understanding each other, weaknesses and strengths and, excelling in her strengths and my strength and and she helping each other build Mm -hmm. in our weaknesses yes okay and Joanna well uh like he said you know um when I met Greg um he was like I said he had he was at a rock bottom because he had lost his job um you know uh lost his place to live um car broke down so he was just like at a at a bottom and like where most young women my age when i met him they would be like i don't want no scrub but guess what i took the scrub because what god had already allowed me to peep over into i knew that the scrub would go make was going to make me a great husband yes so um you know i I look, God allowed me to look beyond his faults and see his needs. And he allowed, because my dad is a preacher. I'm pre PK kid. <laughs> so I, my dad, he reminded me so much of my dad. And I always used to say when I was a young lady, I want to uh, marry somebody just like my dad. Because yes. I know if I marry somebody like my dad, they're going to treat me right. Yes. So I saw so much of my dad in him, him. Not that I was looking for a father figure, but the attributes and the character. Um, and the love for God that I saw in him. So, you know, like he said, I didn't look at his weaknesses. I didn't look at his financial um, dysfunction at that time, but I looked at where we were going and where God was taking him. And I, I looked, like I said, I looked beyond his faults and I saw his needs. 
Um, and I, when I told, met him, I told him, I say, I am here to be an asset, not a liability. The yeah. day that I ever have to be a liability is the day that I will leave and, you know, and let God find someone who he really has for you. So like he said, we, we based our relationship, you know, for traditionally, Tradition. you know, and so, you know, we glean from each other in the, you know, his, his, my minors was made his major, my major was his minor, but we fought through them all. <laughs> yes, yes. And yes, so. I love that. Let me ask you this, as I know so far, this has been so good. And I know that the listeners are really, really enjoying this because you're so authentic and so transparent. So I want to take this moment to thank you so much to both of you all for doing that. Thank so, you. So let's dig a little deeper now. What okay. would you say has been the biggest test of your relationship? Um, I would say the biggest test being that we are a blended family. Okay. Um, that has been the, the biggest test. You know, we have kids outside of our, uh, before our marriage. Okay. So dealing with those issues of co-parenting outside of our marriage, our marriage has been sometimes challenging, but uh, with God, we push through. Yes. And what advice would you give to couples the thing that you believe has made this thing begin to work for you. What advice, because there's going to be a lot of people who have blended couples, uh, blended families that are listening in. What advice would you give to them when you're starting out with a blended family like yours? Uh, with a blended family, first for me um, in a relationship, um, I've always tried to do things in a godly manner. Uh, whatever God has imparted in me, uh, making sure that my connection and my alignment is with God first. So uh, once I aligned myself with God and wanted to please God, I tried to align everything in my life as a man um, to do the right thing when it comes to my marriage and yes. uh, comes to parenting. So that is um, vital and essential. Also, uh, you know, communicating with with one another, yes. being able to communicate all communication is very key, is is a is an important key because it's uh, you have to express how you feel mm -hmm. when it comes to co co-parenting and you know some things you see from a spiritual aspect as far as you can see uh, the discord or you can mm -hmm. see yes. uh, hidden agendas so yes. you have to be able to communicate that from both sides so you can mm -hmm. understand because at the end of the day is is you two trying to progress in your marriage. Mm -hmm. So that is important when you're dealing with a, a blended family, having God in it and communicating yes. with one another. Yes. Yes. So now let me ask you this, because it sounds like God is a huge part of your family and a huge part of your life. So mm -hmm. how is it important? How important is it that God be the center of your marriage? very important as the foundation of, of my marriage. I believe I could not be the husband or the man that I can be for my family if it wasn't for God. That's me personally. Mm -hmm. um, I understand where God brought me from, the strongholds, uh, deliverance, addiction, the things that I've battled through personally. Um, if it wasn't for God and the surrender, surrendering my life completely to God, there's no way 
for me to be the man that I can be or husband that I can be uh, for my wife and even be the father that I can be. It was for me total dependency on God. Yes, yes. So let me ask you this. For the people who are listening right now, could you list three main keys in making a God-centered relationship work? Yes, um, the three main keys that I would definitely have to say is prayer. You gotta keep prayer at the forefront and the center of everything. Um, communication, like he says too, patience and understanding. Yes. You definitely have to have patience because it, and understanding because we have to realize that we are both coming from two different walks of life, right. two different, you know, genetic makeups, two different, you know, family um, upbringings. You know, my family may um, have, have had um, everything's given stuffing where his family may have had everything's given crab legs. Right. So we definitely had to have an understanding because I can't get mad if you want crab legs and I want stuff and we got to learn how to compromise. Exactly. So definitely yeah. compromise. You got to be able to compromise and you got to have patience because, you know, some things takes a lot of it because me, like, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm quick. I'm, a, I'm quick on my feet. I'm a quick thinker. Okay. You know, I'm, I'm always ready. I'm sleeping with an answer. And see, Greg is a very... Um, He's one of these, what the Bible say, you got to be <laughs> quick to hear and slow to speak. Yes. So he'll hear you, but he ain't quick to answer. He's like, I, he got to plunder on it for a minute. And with my wheels always spinning, I already got the answer. I want to answer for you and me, but then I got to have patience to know that my husband is a man who is not, you know, quick to answer. Yes. He likes to make sure that the answer that he gives you know, it's not going to offend. It's going to be a godly answer. It's not something that he's going to go back and have to apologize for. So, you know, I have to be patient and say, okay, it's taking about 10 minutes to answer that question, but I'm, I'm wait because I know that when he comes through with that answer, he's going to drop that power nugget on me. Mm -hmm. See, that's one thing about him. His answers are slow, but they're powerful. Yes. So, you know, I had to um, learn how to have patience compromising um, understanding and definitely prayer. We had to keep prayer at the center of our marriage. Yes, definitely. So it sounds like you have two different personalities. Yes. <laughs> and it yes. works. That it works. Key, that it works. Two different personalities, but yes. it's healthy balance. And that yes. is what I wanted for the listeners to hear and see. Yes. You don't yes. have to be exactly the same. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay, so let me ask you this. Speak directly to the listeners. What mm -hmm. spiritual advice would you give to couples that are on right now that are listening who are starting out in their relationship like you were? What spiritual advice would you give to them as a power couple? Uh, my advice would be uh, to keep God first, surrender uh, every aspect of your life, uh, your marriage or your relationship, uh, total surrender. That would be um, my, my advice because God would then uh, lead you. His Holy Spirit will lead you in everything that you need to do if you, if you surrender, surrender and lean on him, lean on him. So that would be my answer, total surrender to God. Yes, I would agree. You would definitely, you have to definitely, um, you have to come into it. You gotta, first of all, you gotta make sure 
that the person that you marry is your friend. Yes. You got to make sure that the person that you marry is someone who you like. Mm -hmm. I can't, you, don't marry someone who say, yeah, he'll do. Make sure you like him mm -hmm. and make sure that you guys can be friends. That's because true. if you marry him on a girl, he'll do. The first thing that he do that ticks you off, right? You gonna be ready to, to leave. You gonna be down. You gonna be like, oh, I'll run down there to that courthouse and get that that I call it the D word. That <laughs> keep the D word out your marriage. Right. Keep that D word out your marriage. And yeah. trust me, I didn't. I had to learn this because I was so independent when I met him. The D word stayed in my marriage, and I spoke to. One young lady who was a marriage counselor at one, I say, you know what? I need it for me. I don't need it for him. I need to talk to her for me because I need to learn how to deal with these things and, how, and, 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 you know, for God to give me patience. So definitely, I would say you definitely have to submit your whole self to yeah. your marriage. You have to ask God, God, yes, I have a strong personality. Yes, I'm an independent woman, but teach me how to be submissive. Yes. I'm always asking God to help me to be an even better wife because there are some things that I still don't like about me sometimes and I'm sure there are some things that he still don't like about me sometimes so we have to continue continue to pray and ask God continuously over and over we got to diligently seek him day and night God Keep me, train me, teach me how to be a good wife. Teach yeah. me how to be a, you know, a good steward over the finances. Teach me how to be a great mother over my children. Teach me how to be a chase keeper. God, allow me to build my home with my hands and not tear it down. Yeah. So these are the things that I constantly stay on my face before God. Because I was like, God, I desire to be a great wife. I desire to be a good listener. I desire to be his friend and continue for him to, to be his friend. I desire him to continue to like me, yeah. you know, you know, continue to let us vibe, you know, and, and, yeah. and so our courtship right. will never get, wow. our, our courtship that. will never get old. So we always courting and I tell him, I say, Greg, do I get on your nerves sometimes? Cause I might just drop a little nugget in his ear and he'll and, and make him smile and he'll be like, all right do that say that again when we get home because you know when we get home i'm gonna be sleepy and i you know so you know but i just like our vibe i like our our connection i love our relationship i love the fact that we're friends that i can share things with him like he's my girlfriend you know um my boyfriend should i say <laughs> but I, but we can share things with one another and know that each other's secrets and each other's weaknesses are, are safe with one another yes. you know he doesn't use my weaknesses against me he doesn't come back and say oh you and I don't use his weaknesses against him you know and I try to be a listening ear. I try to listen um you know with an understanding um and just try to unearth and you know um and, and come out of the box when he tells me something that I don't agree with I just try to unearth what he says and say well Lord maybe he meant you know, so it's just about understanding and, you know, vibe. And we got a good vibe going on. Yes. <laughs> no, I, I love the fact that you said vibe. I, I, I love yes. it because that's a connection that you have. Yes. So yes. I appreciate it. And I know that the listeners are loving that as well. Yes. Let's, let's do this. And I thank you for sharing the relationship tips and the encouragement mm -hmm. and ministering to our listeners. 
but you, both of you are, are entrepreneurs. Yes. Yes. Uh-huh. That is yes. how I first saw you. So I want to talk about your businesses and I want to give people an opportunity mm-hmm. to know what your businesses are and also how to connect with you and also be able to purchase. So let's get into the business part of who you are. Okay. Jesus in the trenches. Mm-hmm. What is Jesus in the trenches? Well, Jesus in the trenches is just, um, it is my personal testimony that I would like to share with the world, um, share with the world what God brought me from and delivered deliver me from uh, physically, spiritually, mentally. So Jesus in the trenches is it's just, it's self-explanatory. That's where he's at, in the trenches, where he brought me from. And it's just something that I want to share with the world. Yes, yes. And how did you come by the name? Well, the name uh, came through fastening prayer. Um, When he first saved, when God first saved me, I was just praying and fasting to God. I said, God, I honor where you brought me from. And I would like to represent you, you know, where you brought me from. And so I asked him for something, give me something, give me something that I can wear, that I can say. And I mean, I was just speaking it out loud, Jesus, Jesus something, Jesus. And I, honestly, he gave me the word Jesus in the trenches. And I, I repeated it a couple of time, times, Jesus in the trenches, Jesus in the trenches. And I, and here you have it, Jesus in the trenches. And there birthed the brand. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. And I hope yeah. everybody can see the brand that's on your shirts, on your jackets. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yes. <laughs> And I can let everybody know this is quality. This is yes. quality. This is well made. This is well made. I love that. But Greg, tell us a little bit about the backstory. Tell us a little bit about the testimony. Well, the testimony is about um, I struck my struggles. Uh, I struggled with addiction when, uh, when it came to marijuana. I struggled with alcohol, alcoholism. Uh, I was, I'll be honest, I was a womanizer. I did everything or anything that I was bad enough to do. I was just living in the life of of sin uh, in the wilderness. Uh, I thought I understood God. I thought I knew God because I was raised in the church. It's not until I total uh, surrendered my life to God where I I understood that I did not know God. So once I, once he delivered me uh, from those strongholds, I wanted to, you know, uh, represent him in a way that would touch the people where, that are from where I'm from, the trenches, those hard places, those rough places. Yeah. Uh, and um, that's what he did. He gave me something that I can go back and I can reach those people um, because I can relate to them. I can relate to uh, addiction and, sh- and strongholds and I can be personal with them and share my testimony with them and where God has brought me from. So uh, every day, and I get to wear uh, the apparel in the trenches. Every day is my lifestyle. I'm representing Jesus, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm in the trenches, literally representing Jesus. And it, it opens the door to conversations. Yes. Uh, what is that? Uh, so you open up the door to evangelism. I'm going to evangelize to you, and I'm going to share my experience with God with you. So that is the backstory. Yes. So as soon as people see the clothing, that is an immediate conversation opener. Yes. It yes. gives you the opportunity because it's such cool mm-hmm. apparel. It has to attract people. Mm-hmm. Right. 
Thank you. Yes. So listen, I know everybody's been dealing with COVID uh, since last year and during the pandemic, you have people who have still had thriving businesses. So tell me, how is business going for you during this pandemic? Business is going well. Of, of course, you have its ups and downs, but um, I've been blessed through the pandemic. I've seen more than I've ever seen before when it comes to sales. Mm -hmm. um, uh, he is an awesome God and he's uh, provided for me uh, with sales and I'm very appreciative to all, all of the people that have supported me yeah. and purchased, uh, purchased from me. So uh, business is going well, even during the pandemic. Yes. God is faithful. Yes, he is. Yeah, because I've seen a couple of things that I, because I follow you guys on Instagram and I saw yes. you pack a whole bunch of cool stuff. Yes. I offer people to be able to access. And so I'll give you an opportunity to let them know what your social media handles are and how to be able to purchase some of the items that you have. Yes. Um, yes. Let me ask you this. How do you feel about the support that you've got from your community? Uh, I feel uh, extremely blessed for the support. Um, God has opened doors for which allowed Jesus in the trenches uh, for me through Jesus in the trenches to meet awesome people, people that I thought I would never um, be able to meet, even you. So uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm yes. extremely blessed and fortunate through Jesus in the trenches uh, to receive the support from so many people that I've I've never met before artists, um, even my church family, other ministries. Uh, so I'm very appreciative yes. of the support that the community has has given me, and I hope to that it continues. So let's talk to the people about how they can connect to you. Give them your social media handles for Jesus in the Trenches for people who would like to follow you on social media. Uh, you can follow me on Facebook and Instagram, uh, the name Jesus in the Trenches Apparel. Uh, you can follow me direct Greg McLeod on Facebook or Instagram. Uh, I have a website, JesusInTheTrenches.com. Uh, so we have our apparel on that website. Uh, feel free to, to shop and visit the website. And you can uh, follow me on all the social media uh, outlets. Uh, we have a lot of new up and coming things coming, new items, new apparel, uh, something that will fit young and old. So, okay. yes. Yes. A lot of new things coming. So, yes. let me ask you this What direction would you like to see this brand go? Uh, the direction that I would uh, like to see this brand grow is to grow uh, even more nationally. Uh, we've been, I've been recognized nationally. And I would like to see it grow even more nationally and globally. Uh, I would like from Jesus in the Trenches to become a household name. Yeah. Um, just supplying all needs. Um, uh, it would definitely be uh, trailblazing or, or something very different to have a spiritual brand breakthrough uh, with secular brands. So okay. that's that's what I would like to see. Cross the crossover effect. Yes. Uh, okay. Yes. Okay. Different, different things. Yes. Yes. Now, you guys also have another brand besides Jesus in the Trenches, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. yes. Mm -hmm. And I believe that's Beauty Made Whole, is it? Yes, it is. Okay. Okay. I, I knew I saw something. 
So tell us a little bit about the Beauty Made Whole brand. Okay, Beauty Made Whole is a um, brand where I provide um, accessories, handbags, um, anything beauty uh, that women like. Um, so, you know, uh, I'm a licensed, uh, full specialist, so I do, um, I am a facial specialist, a makeup specialist, um, you know, a nail specialist, anything beauty, anything you think of beauty, that's me. (laughs) Okay. And what is, how did you come up with that name beauty? Cause that's a real specific name. How did Mm -hmm. you come up with that name, that brand? Okay, I came up with that brand. Um, I I had been um, kind of plundering on, you know, because I always love makeup, yeah. always love makeup. So I had been plundering on something that I can do to give back to um, women, um, you know, that came from a walk, the walk of life that I had to walk through, um, abused and everything like that. So I, I was plundering on a brand one day and I couldn't come up with a name. So my original name was Facial Expressions by Shawana. Okay. So I was like, that just didn't, it, it just didn't resonate with me. I was like, it's a, it's a name, but I, I, I'm looking for something more. And uh, my oldest daughter, she was in the um, room one day and she came out and she said, mom, I have a name for your brand. And I say, what? And she said, beauty may hold. And I say, boop, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> so my oldest daughter is actually the one that gave me the name, came up with the name for the brand Beauty Made Oh, yes. And I've been sticking with it since because it just matches, you know, um, my brand so well and it matches me so well. So, um, and from where I came from. Yes, yes. So this is a family affair. It's a family yes. affair. Yes. <laughs> yes. The trenches and Beauty Made Hope. So now- yes. Shawanda, how can the viewers connect with your brand, Beauty Made Whole? If you want to connect with Beauty Made Whole, you can uh, connect with me on Facebook. My Facebook name is Beauty Made Whole, or you can go over to Instagram and connect with me on Instagram at beauty underscore made whole. If you have a hard, difficult time pulling my name up, you can find me under my name and it will uh, just slide you right over to my business page at Shawana McLeod. Okay. Now, let me ask you this. Do you have anything that's coming up new that you like um, to Yes. Right now, I'm working on uh, a few things for the brand. Um, I will be hosting uh, my first annual well my first not annual but first of many um makeup uh, basic makeup classes um for the everyday woman who's looking for just a basic everyday look Mm -hmm. i will be hosting that class um dates will be uh being posted on my facebook and instagram page in the next upcoming days um i do have lots of things coming um up for Beauty May Hall. Stay tuned, stay tuned, stay tuned. I am working on some things for us beautiful women. Um, I am going to be putting together a, uh, a fashion show where it's just okay. beauty, where we, we come and we get to, you know, get glamored yeah. and, you know, uh, dress up and just be able to express our personalities through our fashion and through our beauty and through our makeup, through our hair, through our nails, whatever way you uh, need or have to express your personality, 
We want you to be there. We are here to live, uplift and build women, uh, rebuild their person, uh, rebuild their character, yes. rebuild their self-esteem. We are here to get you to a place where you can walk into your full calling and your full destiny. So be on the lookout for some great things with Beauty Made Whole. Okay, okay. Yes. So now let me ask you this. What advice, either of you, mm -hmm. or both of you, mm -hmm. would you give to couples who are wanting to start their own brand? Because there's a couple of people who've been bitten by that entrepreneurial bug during this mm -hmm. pandemic. What advice would you give? The advice that I would give, and I've noticed that I've been giving this advice lately to people, um, pray and ask God for a name. Pray First, pray and ask him, what's your calling? Yes. What is your calling? And it has to be something that you're passionate about. Because if it's something that you're passionate about, it's going to be something that you continue with. You don't just start and stop. It has to be a passion of yours. Once he show you what your calling is, ask him for a name. And once you ask him for a name, this is what I tell people, go on some biz, register that name. I don't care if you don't start walking in that business uh, until five years from now. Okay. Grab your name, save your name um, and do everything um, that it takes to make you to, you know, legalize your business that way. And you, so that you'll be able to be able to identify yourself and people will be able, be able to identify you through the name that you're, you're branding and you're building for yourself. So I will say that, ask God what your calling is. Make sure it's your passion. Uh, get you a name, register your name, and then go to work, start the work. I would say uh, just walk in and have faith in your, your purpose or your dream. Uh, a lot of times, we want overnight success, but nothing is overnight. If, right. Even if it takes a year or two years, stay consistent, keep pushing. Uh, something will give. Uh, I would just share something like uh, my personal experience. I didn't sell a shirt for like two years, but I kept advertising, yes. kept pushing. Yes. Jesus in the trenches. And then that breakthrough came and yes. uh, it's growing and growing and growing. So. I would say stay consistent, mm -hmm. even through endure the hard times. Yes. And um, believe in yourself. Yes. Yes, yes. So consistency, mm -hmm. ask God, what is your calling? Get yes. your name and go on sunbiz. <laughs> Register right. that name. Register. It doesn't make sense to get a name and then it gets snatched by somebody else. Right. Yes. It will happen. Right. It will happen. <laughs> Listen, I am so glad to have had the opportunity to sit down with you guys. It was everything that I expected. You guys yeah. are incredible inspiration and you have an incredible story. And I know the viewers have been tremendously blessed by your transparency yeah. and also just by your being so available with the information yeah. that you've experienced in your life and you sharing with them. So yeah. I want you uh, to do me a huge favor. I want to be able to pray for yes. those. I want to be able to pray for those right now who are in a marriage and it's on the rocks. There are people who have started out, but now they've gotten discouraged. And then mm -hmm. you have people who are looking to get married, but they've mm -hmm. lost faith in marriage. 
So can you do a quick prayer to uh, for those individuals that are watching right now? Father God, in the name of Jesus, we just like to give you glory, honor, and thanks for this day, God. God, for this is the day that you have made, God, and we are rejoicing in it. God, we thank you for the opportunity to be able to share our stories with the world today, God. And for those of you who, who are out there, God, in desiring marriage, God, God, I pray that you stay diligent and you stay steadfast, God. Stay in prayer, God. God, I pray that God will send you the mate that is designed just for you, God, that's tailor-made just for you. And for those of you who are in marriages and are discouraged, God, I ask that you rekindle the fire, God, re-spark something in the marriage, God. God, change their minds toward one another, God. Change their heart toward one, one another, God. Change the love toward one another, God. In the name of Jesus, God, we thank you for being our Jehovah Jireh, God. We thank you for being our provider, God. We thank you for providing every couple with everything that they need to sustain their marriages today, God. We thank you for providing them with the finances that they need, God. We thank you for providing them with the resources that they need, oh God. God, and for this prayer we pray, in all prayers we pray in your son's Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. I thank you guys so much. Again, I appreciate you spending the time and coming and sharing your story of inspiration. And it has inspired me as I am sure that it has inspired our listeners. So thank you guys for joining us again. Yeah. Thank you for having us. We're yes. so honored. Yes, we are. This is Gregory and Shawana McLeod, entrepreneurs, and they are our featured power couple for today. Thank you guys for joining Thank us. you. Thank, Thank you. you. Yes.